I wear a lot of hats, David. I never see him in a, in a UCAP shirt when we do this. I don't have It's gone. It's it's just torn and frayed. And you don't have like... <laughs> no, no, it's just all worn out and, and frayed and, and no good anymore. So. Gentlemen, the mud, the blood, and the beer. How's that? Thank you. And this will be Delta. 473 Delta. It's, uh, what day is it? Saturday. Saturday. It is. Saturday afternoon. We're sitting here drinking beer with our buddy Charlie Becker from EAA. How are you Just doing? for the record, I'm down here on vacation, so I am not right. on the clock. <laughs> Charlie Becker. You know, well, I was telling him that, that I bet if you were here, it was on your own nickel. Because mm-hmm. All right, so it's, it's just Charlie the Cub Builder from Wisconsin. No, no, I don't mind. I'm just saying I am. At, you know, I'm not working and drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get trying it. Trying to be clear with now that. Now I understand. Okay, yes. Yeah, sorry, we're we'll on be... vacation and drinking beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is much more acceptable. Well, this, right. this is how dedicated this man is to his work in the chapter office at that outfit up in Wisconsin. That he comes down here on his own nickel just to stay immersed and see members and get tips on building his cub. And, yeah. And order parts. Order parts. Right. <laughs> Been to Aircraft Spruce twice already this week, so, you know. There you go. Free shipping go. if you order here. There you go. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. It's one of the benefits. What's the story with the cub? What's go- so you're obviously restored? Well, no, you're building. No, I am scratch building. I am scratch building a super cub knockoff that I call the pirate cub because I'm pretty much ripping off all the ideas from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So. so scratch building, like from plans? From a, or? I'm actually using the Piper drawings, which you can get online for free uh, for the super cub. And that's kind of the the Bible. We also refer to the Wag Arrow Cubby plans because there's like 900 Piper drawings for the Super Cub, and the Cubby is like 12 pages of plans. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a little more concise. So a lot of times, since there's such a similarity similarity between the two designs, uh, we look at the Wag Arrows for direction, and then right. The, uh, now, are Super these cub. original drawings? Or? Yeah, they're original drawings. Yeah. Because I remember, I don't know what made this pop in my head. But so, who was it who built the the, the uh, Wright brothers Wright Flyer replica um, a few a few years back? I want to say Hayes, but that's not quite right. Oh, the guy in Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the thing I remember about that story is that the plans were very vague. The, yeah. the, the you know the the, the Wright uh, brothers drawings were not all that detailed. Right. And and hard to find, hard to come by. You know, because the rights were so I don't know maybe because the rights were so secretive back then and. Uh, um, yeah. So, well, these are, I mean, these are the Piper factory drawings, and you know they're not designed for the home builder. That's the problem. That's why we use the Wagero ones a lot because, you know, they'll have a whole page devoted to like washers or you know things. I mean, it's just very detailed, yep. but things very that, voluminous. That you have to do when you're producing. Yeah, aircraft. exactly. Yeah. And I think the reason they're available online is that they're, I, I think they're actually kind of the L-21, so they're considered public yeah. domain, which is the military version of the Super Yeah, sure. Okay. Can I ask him your question? No, I can't do that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, I want to know how Dave's YX is coming. I said I was, I was catching up on my UCAPs on the way down here, and I hadn't heard a lot about the build. No, I haven't talked a lot about it because there hadn't been a lot happened since Oshkosh last mm-hmm. year. Uh, and uh, it, it's a good news, bad news story. The bad news is working on my Y-axis suffered. The good news is working for revenue has been outstanding. Right after uh, AirVenture 2018, uh, I got home. I 
started picking up new clients, uh, a couple of the old clients up my workload. Uh, picked up a couple of new clients that uh, compensate significantly above average. So we've been spending a lot of time making them happy. Uh, the, so you'd rather make money than build your airplane. We now, now we've we've drawn a line. Now. Well, yeah. Here, here's the deal: the the airplane's been paid for. It's a cash cash I, project. I know. And the money for the avionics, paint, and interior is sitting in a nice little credit union account. Right. I don't have a checkbook for it. I don't have a plastic card for right. it. Right. If I want to get money out of it, I have to go over to the credit union and show my ID. I understand. And my yeah. So uh, the money ain't for the airplane. Right. The money is so that when Dave gets the airplane done, he can do what he really wants to do with the airplane, and that is cut back on working uh, okay. and, cut, and, and, and go okay. back up and fly. All right. Fly. That's good. That's, That's fair. Good. Yeah. yeah. And I already have the engine, well, the kit, so, you know, I just need to get my nose in the shop. Bad news, flip side is, it's going to be probably NBAA time before my workload starts to taper off again, just yeah. based on the bookings I've already David, got. You're the, you're the most successful freelancer I know. Yeah, you're just like busy, busy, busy. So anyways, well, so, I've been lucky. But you are making progress on the airplane. And uh, I mean, I, you were listening the other day, all the you know, all the assemblies that are, you know, like you've made progress with. And it's, you're, you're making progress. Yeah, well, I, you know, uh, true confession, uh, disclosure, I bought a quick build kit. Yeah. Which came with finished fuselage, yeah, no, canopy on, and finished wings. Since then, I've gotten flaps and the ailerons, the rotivators done. I've got the skeleton for the fixed surfaces done and the skins drilled, and they're ready to go on. Uh, so the next thing I do is mount that, start to install the tail, then I pull the belly skins off and start to install the control architecture. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to work on the electrical system, get the panel out, and take it over to a friend of mine's avionics shop with the measurements of what I want to do. Right. And uh, I haven't. And I'll just, I know this question will come up. I have not said I'm going to buy A, B, C, or D's avionics systems. The reason for that is, is I have time lapse. Avionics continue to advance. Exactly. Yeah. A year from now. Yeah. You don't want to put lock yourself in there. And Amy Lobota's husband, Barry, is sitting in here uh, three years ago when I was shopping for the kit, trying to decide what I wanted to build. Barry told me, point blank, that whatever you do, do not do what a lot of guys do. He says, you got all the money for it? I got the money for all the whole thing. He says, do not buy the kit, the engine, the prop, and the avionics all at one time. Because by the time you get to putting the avionics in, they'll be two, three, four generations away from what you've got sitting on the shelf. And they won't take it back. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's good. All right. Uh, they've been listening to us talk all week long. What, what do you do? You're wearing four wrists. You've been here for four days. Yeah, four days. You're, you're, <laughs> these you're are leaving. hard to get off, these daily ones. <laughs> so, uh, But you are heading home today. Yeah, tonight I head home. But uh, what, what have you seen? What, what's going on? Oh, it's been a great week. Uh, not... Uh, I mean, not a lot on the announcement front, you know, but I enjoy The reason I like coming down here on vacation is because, you know, I'm wired in when I'm at, at, during your adventure, I don't have the freedom to set my own schedule quite as much. But uh, I did, you had mentioned on one of the earlier podcasts, and I did want to mention, we have some really big improvements going on in the home built area this year. We're moving... The North Aircraft Display vendors, which is your primarily all kit manufacturers, yep. and some tools and, uh, and some engines are in there. That's going to shift a little bit to the south. 
where the Federal Pavilion was, which is one of the oldest exhibit buildings, which was just a miserable building. It was way past its service life. So we're going to tear that down. So in the grassy area there is going to go all of the kit manufacturers and related vendors that were. We're going to rebrand it, Homebuild Aircraft Display. Um, and then we're going to move the Air Venture Today building, which you guys are familiar with, yep. so that we can straighten that north-south road out. I think it's Ide Road, as I recall. Right. So there will be another thoroughfare that will go right from the main aircraft display through Homebuild up to Warbirds. That's, yeah, we heard inklings of this last summer. And yeah. It sounds cool. Yeah. And, and we're going to move the vendor that was, like, just across the street from Homebuilders headquarters. There's a food stand. That's going to go. We're going to shift that to where the, the kit manufacturers used to be, give it a little bit more space because there was really very little seating there. And that's going to become a home build in review area that we can feature talks around certain designs. And Sounds great. That's kind of the big picture stuff. And it has the added benefit that all the federal pavilion stuff, all the agency stuff, is going to shift to hangar D and clear out some of the clutter that was in there because, you know, that was the one that was probably had the weakest offering mm -hmm. in the last few years. They had a lot of foot massagers and back massagers and, right. and all and that stuff. Giant that, ladders. And yeah, you know, and, so some of that stuff's going to go away, yeah. which will improve the offering in that building. And if those vendors want to stay at EAA, then they'll move out to the fly market. That sounds great. That's, that's every year... I, you know, I'm an airplane person. I also happen to be a corporate events or a special events yeah. person. So I love just going and checking out the facility and seeing what you've done to it. And this sounds like a really interesting development this year. So I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing we're, it. We're excited about it. I've been talking to some of the, you know, my friends that are also the kid manufacturers that have been walking around down here. And I think everyone looks at it as a positive move. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, when it back up a little, you, you said you're going to move the newspaper building. Mm -hmm. That literally going to move the building mm -hmm. that's there. We move a lot of buildings. Yeah, they do. We, do. we yeah, very we rarely do. throw them away. Yeah. But like the old federal pavilion wasn't. There's nothing worth saving there. Although I, I, okay. I, I think I get what David's alluding to the fact that's kind of an older building. Yeah. I'm not sure how conducive it's going to be to being picked up. You'd be but, amazed what they can do. Uh, okay. Our chap. We we completely rehabbed this. The chapter. We made this chapters pavilion out in the campground last year. We completely rehabbed it with the help of a, a donor, and. Uh, I would have thought it'd be either just to tear the whole thing down because there wasn't much there, but they still used the bones of it, even though we picked it up and moved it 180 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. Which yeah. to me, I was like, really? We're going to yeah. do that? Because that newspaper you know, building is a historic building. Yeah. Uh, that's, that was the an early well, was office for the uh, flying. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if the building still is serviceable, we generally move them. Yeah. You know, cool. cool. It's an undertaking. So but on the topic yeah. of chapters, I want to give everybody who's listening in a, yeah. an idea. So last year we started this. Um, every day in that chapter's pavilion, and it's just on the west uh, west edge of Paul's Woods and Camp Scholar, you can get a pancake breakfast from about 7 a.m. till about 10.45, 11 a.m. It is, yeah, we just started it last year. It was a huge success. There's only going to be like 400 tickets each day. Okay, the west edge of Paul. I know you're west ed, Northwest edge of Paul's Woods. So right across outside the fence from the Aeromart, kind of, just, okay. just to the south of that a of the building used to be some sort of kids activity? Yeah, it was like this shoddy-looking like right? kids yeah, okay. thing that never got used. So we, we took that over for chapters, gave them a home. But we're using it as a fundraising mechanism, so the chat each day a different chapter will host it. We supply them with the grills, the raw materials, you know, the syrup, the pancake batter, the, you know, all that, the sausages. 
Um, and then whatever they net out of that day's sales, they take home to improve their chapter. Yeah. So last year, each chapter made about $1,600 that did it, and they only need about 10 people from 6 to noon to run it. The campers have an option of a great meal at an affordable price. And it's a big fundraiser for their chapter. They get to take that money home and, and uh, nice. continue the it's great a real, work. It's a, a short walk from Camp Bacon. It it's really like, is. It's closer, closer than the showers. We had somebody come through Camp Bacon last year selling tickets for it. So quite a few of them yeah. in that area. There was a little confusion because we called it the Chapters Pancake Breakfast, and not everybody got that it wasn't for chapters. It was for chapters to raise money so we might yeah. tweak the name a little bit yeah, cool. for next year but it's uh if you're camping like me uh to have an option of a great breakfast for eight bucks is a you know with coffee you know which is one of the things i struggle with around here because when you're tent camping you're <laughs> we don't really have any so i'm always on the lookout for a place to get a good meal but now that you had last year under your belt word got around i'm sure to other chapters about the fundraising potential how do you select chapters to be the ones to do that? Yeah, it's going to be a lottery, you know, because uh, the ones that did it last year are like, oh, yeah, put us down for ne- for next year. And we're like, well, yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, we got to share the wealth. <laughs> I was over at the uh, uh, EAA tent here uh, yeah. at Sun and Fun, and... Uh, I, I see that once again you uh, uh, painted the one week wonder with the uh, with the uh, the point paint scheme that I told did? you to. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you selected the one. Both, both okay. times you took my advice, and I, I think it was smart of you. <laughs> well, well, actually, you didn't paint. Well, the first time, of course, got confusing. But you did the, the one that you announced that you selected was the one that I had told you to select. And, okay. And and this time, they, that's the way it worked, David. They asked me which paint scheme they should use. I told them, and that's what they used. I'll have you take a look at what scheme designer this is uh, proposed for my YX. Oh, cool. I'll let you know that's, that's going to work. That's a scheme designer's yeah, design. I, I, all kidding aside, yeah. it looks nice over there. The, yeah. Pretty little airplanes. Yeah, it is a great, you know, I've, I've had a chance now to probably put five hours on it, mm-hmm. which is not a lot, but been very impressed with it so far. Enjoy the... The, uh, it's a Vans RV12 with the IS, the Rotax IS engine in it. Single lever control, you know, no mixture, no car beat to worry about. You want more power, you push it forward. Yeah, you want less power, you you know, you pull it back. So uh-huh. it's a and it's just a wonderfully flying aircraft. Nice, you know, nice. So. It's a Vans. Yeah, I've never known a Van Grunsman have a design go out the door that didn't get raves for how it handled. Yeah, so it's it's a. Really nice aircraft. We're looking forward to having it at Air Venture to show it off up there. Right. Uh, still still going to tour it with some chapters. We're going to take it from here to Atlanta is the plan. Try to hit a few chapters in the Atlanta area. Then we'll kind of hop our way back to Oshkosh, hitting a few chapters on the way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're How talking about... work, actually? you have BA staffers to do that? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've got a great uh, department... I took over chapters about four, four or five years ago now, and literally when I took it over, it was one person, me. And I was able to, with the support of the board, we really put a lot of effort. We staffed up, and I've just got a great team involved in chapters, and just can't say enough of the work that we've been doing in that area. And so they, you know, of course, they, everybody, not only do we love going out to chapters, 
to you know yeah. interact with members, but it's even it's even better when you get to show up with like a one really, week wonder really. and show them the plane. And now is one week wonder it. one still barnstorming around? Or? Uh, it is not necessarily barnstorming around. We still have it, and we're trying to decide exactly how we will utilize it in the future. We have talked about putting it in the museum for a while. Uh, but we haven't made a final decision on that right. one. And that's a great airplane, too. And I, I usually try to take that one down to the uh, Zenith line in Mexico, Missouri, because that's only about a four-hour flight away. So that, that's a nice fall fly-in to visit if you're looking for something to do yeah, in the they, fall. they have a great event there. Yeah, it's they a nice... Do. A lot of their builders come in. Yeah, if you're a Zenith builder, it's a great opportunity to learn a lot from... You know, a lot of the vendors show up and talk about their project. And, you know, unlike... Oshkosh, you can have more time with them mm-hmm. to really get in depth. Yeah, you know, well, it's that's great. a nice airport for it too. It's away yeah. from any of the big airspace. Yep. Yep. And, uh, they kind of run the airport, yeah. which is nice, and they got MoGas on the field, which is nice. Um, they got a beautiful uh, little terminal there now, and all in all, it's it's a nice little place. Well, first time I visited there, flew the Comanche up and. And uh, ask about getting a rental car. I will make sure you can get a courtesy car from the airport. Yeah, you know, no police cruiser. With the that, it's still it, it yeah. is. It's still the same thing. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's Fired that puppy up. Hit the, hit the accelerator pedal a little bit. And the whole body goes. Yep. All right. It's still got muscle. Yep. Well, I think we're going to sit back here for a few more minutes and drink some more beer. But uh, anything else, Charlie? You want to tell us about the activity up the street or things you saw here this week? Or uh, all I would say. Is is that if you have never been to Oshkosh, you absolutely need to come up for Air Adventure. It's the last full week in July. And this year, believe it or not, we'll be celebrating the 50th consecutive uh, fly-in in Oshkosh. So that'll be, we're going to be kind of really trying to thank the local community for supporting us over the years. For a little trivia, it's actually the 51st fly-in yeah, because back in 1956, they went to Oshkosh for after Milwaukee. They tried Oshkosh one year. It rained like heck, from what I understand. Yeah. Most people had a miserable experience. They went back to Milwaukee, I think, for like another year, and then they went to Rockford for the you know decade. And yeah, then poor Steve Whitman yeah. didn't have any control over the weather that right, year. Right, yeah, I know. Right, went quick and dirty. Yeah. Have you thought at all about the panel? Your super cup. Yeah, I have given a lot of thought, but like you, I'm holding off on, on any commitments because I'm trying to give myself about two more years being a scratch builder. You know, you got to build literally the part you take out of the box. I have to figure out how to build, you know, and then figure out how to install it. So I'm holding off as well. Um, but I definitely will have some some digital instruments in there, which not everybody that flies a Super Cub buys into. But. <laughs> well, thank you, Charlie. You've always been a great friend of the podcast. We really appreciate it. Hey, that. you guys and, uh, do great work, and I love supporting you guys any way I can help out. Thank you very much. Enjoy it. Well, you only got a couple more hours here. Safe trip home, and we'll yep. uh, see you up north in a couple months. Sounds great. Excellent. And this is for... What? 73 Delta. Delta. All right. Delta. Delta.